Welcome back after quite the hiatus to my podcast. This is your friend Craig. It's May. I think I took a month off. I didn't mean to. But life got busy. And sometimes I have so much to say I forget to say it. And we've had some adventures, a lot to talk about, a lot of music, a lot of goodness, some sadness, and some melancholy. And forward motion into the sunny part of the year. So, let's dive in. Outer Banks. It's May here, and it's gorgeous. We've had some wind. We've had some rain. We've had some sunshine. The pools are opening. It's good. I love this time of year down here. Uh, It's dynamic. I probably mentioned this, but at some point, late April, early May, we have some sort of intense weather event that brings on that southwest wind that brings all of the warmness. And we've had that turning into summer. Beltane is a really powerful time here. May Day, early May, May 2nd, May 1, stuff like that. Uh, that brings life, brings the leafy greens on those trees. And it's like... We get about a month before it gets super crazy here. I mean, memorial it's already crazy here in terms of people, Memorial Day coming up. But then it just, you know, after solstice, it gets wild. Um, and I'm grateful for it. We have been playing music in the band Everything. Uh, we just did a show at Ren's Barn last Saturday. Uh, Ren's Barn is a private venue out in the hills of Virginia outside of Warrington. Uh, it's a private barn concert venue where bands go to like get experimental. So we spent about three hours on stage just getting uh, super creative with stuff. And that was awesome. That was really super awesome to do. And the band launched a Kickstarter last May on May the 11th. We, in four days, were... Uh, over 50% way towards our $33,000 first goal. I feel so blessed that so many people have stepped in to support us. We've been quietly passing around the single that we finished called Lay Low. Uh, it's not released. It's just for some people right now. You can always message me and I can send it to you. Um, and the Kickstarter is going well. We feel like we have a great record in us. Um, an amazing record in us, like songs. We have made a record in 17 years. So I will put the link in this podcast. So if you're so inclined to support the eighth making, no, the first making of the eighth album of the band, everything, it's going to be awesome. We're having so much fun. There's so much life and I feel so blessed to make music. It's awesome. So there's that. And Before I did this podcast, there's so many podcasts to do, but this one, uh, I want to talk about my friend, Pete Cordeaux. Pete left us May 4th, so less than two weeks ago. Pete had been very sick with cancer. Uh, We got a chance to spend some time with him about two and a half weeks before he died. And it was Randy, myself, Nate, and Steve. And it was very powerful to be with them. One last time, 
and share some laughs. And, and even to the end, he was talking shit. He was one of the world's greatest shit talkers. Uh, Pete Cordo was with us for eight years on the road in the 90s uh, when the band Everything was on the road. So 220 days a year for eight years. Pete is from Tidewater. Uh, he's tough. Always shaved his head. And he would take a bullet for you. As a matter of fact, one time he almost did, and I remember this clearly. So he's a big, imposing, bald, white dude. And we, when we first started off as a band, we, you know, we had seven dudes that would pack into one hotel room because that's all we could afford. And then as we expanded our income stream, we got two hotel rooms. That was like, I think we had, we had six guys and three brokers. So yeah, four and five split. So nine people on the road across two rooms and we would always push the checkout times because you know we'd get in late want to sleep in late so anyway we were in raleigh north carolina at some motel hotel thing outside of town and we were late checking out and the manager came around to kind of bark at us some dude in his 50s and he was not happy with some of the comments that came back to him when he started to be a little bit of an a-hole. So it sort of escalated until we found ourselves out in the parking lot uh, with the manager of a hotel who then pulled out a pistol. And in his process of pulling it out and waving it around, he accidentally discharged it. Thankfully, not totally directly at us. And I remember Pete was standing right in front of him and was just like, what are you going to do? Shoot me now? And I always remembered that. It was like, wow, <laughs> amazing, Pete. And, you know, it, it de-escalated because that manager realized he had screwed up and, you know, you can't be discharging a firearm in the parking lot of some hotel where you work. Um, so off we went into the world. But I always remembered that. And Pete would absolutely take a bullet for you. Um, one story that I tell, and Pete was just like, well, even on his... His last days was like, oh, you're going to tell the story, you know, and, and he has a different version than I have. But we were playing in Telluride, Colorado. Telluride is a giant box canyon in the, uh, one of the mountains in the southern Colorado. They have a name. San Juan Mountains, is that what they're called? Um, beautiful, big 14ers, like jagged peaks, snow, really like mining area, like really extreme and extremely beautiful. And we were in Telluride, and we were playing at the uh, Fly Me to the Moon Saloon, which is a really great local bar where we just had so much fun and got wild, and we had wild times in Telluride. We'd play a couple nights and stay a couple nights and just party down with locals and just, you know, cause a little bit of a ruckus. And we went for a hike outside of town, so you can go hiking, and you kind of climb up the sides of the canyon, so you're doing switchbacks, and then there's like canyon walls, and so we... We're kind of hiking up. We wanted to get on top of the Canyon Ridge, and we decided to kind of like cruise up this ravine, and the ravine was getting weird, and I was like crawling up. We were all kind of scrambling up the side, and I decided to take a detour, and I ended up on this rock face that was loose rock, and I realized I'd gotten myself in some trouble, and I was like not in a great place. I'm not great with heights. Heights are not my superpower. And I had a green suede jacket on and I remembered I was just like stuck to this like loose rock, rock cliff. And I was like starting to slide and I was like hugging the side of this cliff. And 
you know, Pete says he doesn't think it was that far down, but it was one of those ones. If I slid down, I was going to be sliding and falling and just crumbling and it was not good. And so I remember Pete, he came down on this little tiny ledge above me and there was a tiny pine tree on this little patch of dirt and Pete, big Pete's up there and he's holding on to this little pine tree and he's like, here, take my hand. And I'm like, no way, dude. Like we're both falling. He's like, no, 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 I got it. So I, it was classic. Like as I was starting to fall, I reached up and grabbed his hand and he, he yanked me up on uh, this little patch of grass. And I was uh, duly shaken because of a near miss with a fall. And somehow I got superpowers to be like a billy goat to get down, to go up the, you know, the rest of the canyon and come back down. Cause I'm like, yeah, fuck that. I am not falling off this mountain again. Um, so that's Pete. Pete would absolutely literally go out on a limb for you to make your, your, you know, <laughs> your ability to keep on living, keep on happening. And we had so many adventures with him and he was so hilarious. Like part of his job was to just bust our chops all the time. Like he had the greatest one-liners ever. And he just, it was like merciless. And it was great because it was like, we needed that as a band. It taught us humor. It was awesome. And, you know, Pete in his own way, he had, uh, a difficult road that he had to walk um, in sobriety like I did. And he's left us. It's been sad. It's been emotional to think about him, to think about the loss. And I remembered that when we were with him this last go around, um, he got choked up and said, please don't let this be the last time you guys get together and please keep make, making music. And we agreed. And it is now part of the DNA of the mission of the reformation of the band, everything and the brotherhood and our creative team just to do it and to keep doing it until we can't do it to bring people together, to celebrate life, to celebrate our adventures, because, you know, Brother Pete was bulletproof for so long. He dodged more bullets than I did, and I've dodged a few bullets in my time. Trust me on that one. So, Pete Cordell, we love you, buddy. May you rest in peace. May you rest in peace, brother. Y'all be good to yourself out there. <laughs>